Sean, why don't you introduce um, the show? Sounds good. Welcome back to another episode of Warp, the completely unnecessary Star Trek podcast. We do unasked for audio commentaries of Star Trek episodes. My name is Sean. My name is Matt. I'm Jake. Philippe. Aaron. I fucking nailed that. Oh, sorry. You cut mail. I'm sorry. (laughs) Mate also doesn't have a microphone in front of her, so I like the way you said it. There you go. I fucking nailed the intro. You did. Yeah, till the last part. Except for the time, yeah, and Min's not here. Unfortunately, Min Win is not here. We love you, man. So we're 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 it's a real sort of like uh, spit and scotch tape uh, producing yeah. situation. Producer over here. Jake is actually thank God Jake was here. Earn his money today. Jake figured it out how to get this going. You guys remember when I had to do this like all the time? <laughs> yeah, but it's been a while. It's been a minute. <laughs> yeah. It you has, had to dr- you had to draw on some skills. Yeah, yeah. we were recording this on a Victrola. Yeah. Yeah. So um, today we are watching season four, episode twenty four twenty. Everybody. Oh, I didn't even oh. make that connection. When will this episode? Oh, it'll come out. When will this episode come out? Uh, not four twenty, but in April. <laughs> but close. I bet I somewhere around there. Go ahead, keep talking. Uh, and uh, we got some amount of time. I don't see a clock, so fuck it. It doesn't have the time on it. <laughs> They're going to punch the triangle. Matt's going to punch it. So go ahead, Matt. Count oh, it in. Hold on a second. Hold on. Or not. We can talk over it. What is this? Cupid? Not me. Cupid. <laughs> April 29th is when this will uh, okay. so This will come. We can do a post-420 party. So happy 420. We're watching Cupid. We're talking Cupid. about marijuana. We're talking ways. about Cupid. We are. Aaron, you like you like Q. I do. Q is fun. We're gonna. This is a fun episode, you guys. It's like a lot of action and humor and sexy. Jean Luc gets his sexy on again yeah, this week. With the return of Vash, we're gonna see Jean Luc's old girlfriend again. Vash, Vash, And so I just pushed. I just. Well, it's actually an X on this controller. This... I punched the tra- the X. We need to pour one out for Netflix. We're getting a little uh, bit of a commercial. We have to. This we're is the, on Paramount Plus. The first episode we're watching. Ah, it's there it is. Um, episode just started. Go. Para- Paramount. Everything's fucky now. Netflix kicked Star Trek: Next Generation off of its platform, so now I'm thinking I may not even need Netflix anymore. We don't really watch anything on Netflix I don't think these the days. Fish is in there this do you week, think they you kicked them off, or do you think Paramount Plus is just like gathering see, it all? I see emotion. Oh I the, yeah, I did. Just as you said that, I did too. I think the contract just ran out. Yeah. And they didn't. Paramount's like, fuck it. We'll just have it on ours. Well, it is a nice thing of Paramount Plus is they have. All you got to hold the microphone. You got to put the mic in front of you if you're going to talk. Because I can't hear you if you don't talk into the microphone. <laughs> Better say something good. Producer Jake. Oh. No. So, anyway, it's on Paramount Plus now, and that's how we're watching it. So we got a little, we got a little CBS promo right at the start, but that's okay. We're not. There's no other commercials than just that little thing right at the beginning. Yeah. It still feels inferior. I will say, for Netflix' sake, they they got streaming down. Yep. That's my. That's they my, do. They, that's one thing I will say. Like the least amount of glitches. Paramount Plus still, yeah, you, it definitely feels like the bottom tier like streaming service, yeah, right? Yeah. Like Star Trek is what they've got, and and some Paramount. You know, they've got Paramount movies. Yeah. Uh, but, but really, like Star Trek is what they're putting all their their chips they're on really because baking on. they are making so much Star Trek. I was they telling just, Aaron before we started, Star Trek, the Chicago Star Trek convention is going on right now as we speak, and they're already talking about, like, how many more shows? More seasons of, you know, Discovery, and more, Woo. like, all the shows are just yeah. rolling all on. Didn't they have a big thing with and the, the Lower Decks guys? And the new one starts next all, month. Didn't they do a thing with all the voice actors or Lower Decks were all there? They did. The Lower Decks people were there today. Did you... Huh. Did you guys see any of the pictures? No. They cosplayed as their characters. Yeah, they were in character. Yeah. It was pretty funny. Nice. Jack Quaid had like Purple boiler, hair. like blue, like <laughs> some kind of prosthetic on his head that made him look like he had Boimler's hair. 
It was very funny. So when I put Paramount Plus on and then I searched Star Trek, because ironically, it wasn't on the homepage, which was somewhat oh, alarming. Look what look, think John it would have looking. a dedicated like, oh, vertical. He for got Star it. Trek? What is that called? The Horgon. That's the a Horgon, baby. Yeah. He just keeps it on his night, on his uh, she, coffee no, table. She brought it. Oh, she put it there. Yeah. Vash. Uh, yeah, there she is. She'll save everyone else. Well, anyway, I She's finally terrific. did the search on Star Trek, and the whole field of selections, it was walled the whole... Yeah, that's all the Star there's Treks. Some, there's there. a zillion, and Aaron almost fainted. How did she get into his quarters is what I've always kind of wanted to she know. She has her ways. I guess so. She has a bit of a, like... She probably knows how to pick locks, She's a right? thief, so... Yeah, she's a professional <laughs> she's thief. A, she's a tomb tomb raider. She she's is. been in one episode before? Yeah, yes. we'll talk about it in a sec. Sean, give us the stats. So we're watching Cupid, as I said, season four, episode 20. Original air date, April 20th, 1991. Really? <laughs> so this episode It's a double 420? On 420. 420, 420? Yep. Wow. Aiming to get out of Jean-Luc's debt... Q forces Captain Picard and his officers to live out the legend of Robin Hood with a past acquaintance as Maid Marian. Mm-hmm. Uh, May, what do you think the IMDb rating of this episode is? Oh my God, guys. I'm going to give it a nine. A nine! Wow. Is that the first time you've ever not I said seven? Said it. Wow. Aaron? Seven, five. Mm-mm. That's way better than that. Uh, I'm going to say 8-5. I think this is a terrific episode. And I am with May. Um, so I'm going to say 9.1. Mm-hmm. 8.7. Everybody's over. Uh, 7.2. Oh. Oh, shoot. That's so it's so <laughs> they it's these Star Trek fans they have no sense of humor. Yeah, yeah, that. but I think this one is like I think this is one of the ones nerds like. Like no. this, uh, this one of the seven star reviews is called utterly ridiculous. <laughs> oh, well. Everything else, Cupid the, is everything a, else makes perfect. It's a silly show. episode, one which is inconsequential and harmless. People don't <laughs> like it when it doesn't move like some main plot. It's so. When they're just trying to have fun. Yeah. They absolutely hate it. This was my favorite one of all this that I've actually seen. So It's great. I love this episode. All the Star Trek nerds I know, like all the Trek Twitter and all those people, they all love this one. But remember, it's the people who would would rate on IMDb. (laughs) Right. Sure. So... They we're not talking. We've we've learned not to trust their opinions about these episodes. No. So this is the morning after. Yes. She stayed over. Yep. And now they're having breakfast. They done boned. They did. <laughs> John, Dirty. John, this episode was flagged as having sexual content. I saw it in right. the Aaron, corner do you, there. Do you remember the one where he went on vacation and he went down to the pleasure planet? And I know met, you remember what he met he her mm-hmm. and they had sex. Oh, he wore those little short shorts. Yeah. I forgot that that was the that's that. that that's in. her. That's right. So Beverly just showed up because she's like, I have tea with the captain every morning. And she's like, oh, your fuck buddy is here? <laughs> like, who is this person? And she's like, oh, I, st- I stuck my nose in on something. Yeah, she's like, I gotta find out. She's like, I want to hear all about it. She came over with a sweater that reveals like clavicle. She's got it's it's almost a one shoulder kind of a deal. I know it's a little bit sexy for her. It's supposed to be early in the morning, right? They're having their morning tea. Yeah, but she's not dressed for work. Like she's still wearing her casual. She must put her. She must dress. Like when she gets to work, you know? Do people still dress or do they just beam their clothes on? Do we know that? Because, you know. I don't I don't know the answer. Does I mean, it actually super... show anybody no, putting on clothes? Putting on or taking off a their uniforms? Of yeah. Well, their uniforms at least. Yeah. And what what's the new one? Um, Discovery. Discovery. 
they, they you see them like using the, the whatever to make clothes. Yeah, they make their uniforms. So presumably, they then put them on separately. So. Not they don't have them beamed, beamed right on, onto no. their bodies or replicated right onto their bodies. Seems like a waste of technology. Oh, meanwhile, right. Riker's like, hey, hey who's this? Who's this? <laughs> yeah. who's this hot little number? He just immediately. I think this is this one or the next one that's directed but it might be the next episode that's directed by jonathan frakes look at that look at that yeah smile. it's the next one it's the next one yeah this one was directed by cliff bowles cliff bowles everybody he directed a lot of these yes his he name. was one of their regular guys. Oh, Riker yeah. goes up and like he's puts like, the moves on. He's like, "Oh, it's beautiful, isn't it?" <laughs> he's like, he's got, he's got like a line that he. Oh, uses. he does. <laughs> he just immediately goes into it. And she's like, "Oh, only someone named Will Riker would ever say something so stupid." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe we talked about this before, but she's got a Courtney Cox vibe going on. Oh yeah, sure. We talked about her a little bit last time she was on. Uh, she was the she was the dead lady who was the narrator of uh, Desperate Housewives That's right. in the early days of Desperate yeah. Housewives. Remember, they were trying to solve the mm-hmm. murder of their friend. Indeed. So she's finding out that Jean Luc has not told anybody about her. <laughs> <laughs> like they don't know who she is. And it's and it's starting to bug her a little bit, even though they all—I mean—they had a one-night stand, but well, now it's been two nights. But she's a little irritated that he never mentioned her. I think it was less about like they didn't tell us he didn't tell them about their relationship, and more of they didn't tell he didn't tell us about their adventure. Right, like, I'm a badass. Tomb Raider type. Right. No mm-hmm. one knows mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. That's that interesting. That I interpreted it as her being upset that he had, from a romantic well, that, that point too, of view. That too. But, I think it's both. But yeah, it could be like, you mean my reputation has not preceded me? I mean... <laughs> she puts her feet up on it. She fucking sits in the chair, which no one ever does. <laughs> and they're all like... What Worf the? is totally yeah. like Worf's furious. <laughs> Worf wants to kill her. <laughs> when she first shows up on the bridge, he's like, "No unauthorized people are allowed on the bridge." Like he really wants to hurt her. Meanwhile, Riker thinks it's hilarious. Now that he now that he realized he can't hit on her, he, now he's just he's like, "Oh, right, John Luke's getting some." Because he knew. Because remember, Riker was the one who sent him to Risa right. in the yeah. first place with the Hargon. Yeah, he was like, "Captain, you need to go uh, take this Hargon down to the planet. Yeah, go get some Jamaharan. Well, you're not supposed to bring the Hargon back Jama- to the ship. Have some Jamaharan while you're there." <laughs> That's what they called it, remember? Yeah. He didn't follow the basic rule of Riza, what stays <laughs> on Riza. She's yeah. just now remembered Jamara. What <laughs> happens on Riza stays on Riza. Yeah. Vash is breaking the, yeah. the, the... You gotta rise out of them. The Riza rules. on your door. Studio door. Oop, careful where you step. Wait, is that a combination earring necklace? It's. I, it, I think it must be, yeah? It's definitely connected to her ears. Oh. It is, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, that that's got to be, be heavy, right? That would be painful, I would think. I mean, obviously, I don't think it's it's probably clipped on, but still. Yeah. It just looks like oh, that just looked heavy. Worf just said she had nice Worf legs. Says she has nice legs, which is a weird thing for Worf to say. Yeah. Worf is pretty funny in this episode well, across the board. He Worf is just... This is a very humans are stupid episode <laughs> right. for Worf. <laughs> what? So now she's so now that you see her yeah, and are reminded of her, yes. do you remember? Does it? Rem- do you remember? Remember her now? Me? Yes, you. Mm, sort of. <laughs> um. She well, the second thing she mentioned when she was started talking to him was like. You didn't tell them we met, and you didn't tell them we had an adventure. All the crazy yeah. fun we had. Yeah, it was like the full thing. It was a whole Indiana Jones like yeah, episode. That's right. They went looking for treasure. Yeah. I remember the short shorts the most, but it's cool. The short shorts are memorable. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, in John Luke's defense, he did did not there think he is. was ever going to see her again. So. Uh, yes, he thought it was a one off. Yeah. <laughs> He was happy to see her, as you saw, because right. they had sex again immediately. Yeah. And Q shows up. And then Q shows up. I think you're right. I think that fish is down there kind of in the mixed in with the coral. He just bays in the seas of ham every time he's on. <laughs> he's this great. Show. He's, he's great so in this. Great. He's great in the new season of Picard. He's very oh, he's been so good. So good. I watched the last episode. But... I'm one behind. I'm going to oh, watch okay. it tonight, I think. Um but it, yeah. he's he's terrific. The scenes with him and and Brent Spiner in the last episode I watched were fucking great. Yeah. I like I'm liking Picard season two. Really oh, big. so the big news this week, you guys, maybe you guys know, have heard this. Maybe you have. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The big news this week is that in Picard season three, Ooh, the wow. entire cast all, of the next generation is going to be, be back. The only one that's not Except is Will Wheaton. Yeah, Will Wheaton isn't. Why not? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. He's, he's talked, he hosts the after show. It's possible they're saving him as a, Plus as, for, a, as a, as a like. They don't want to tell everybody he's, he's going to be on he's it. He's talked about wanting to come back. So but they have officially why. they have officially said that all, all seven, seven of the main seven Worf and Sweet. Worf, Worf, wow. Worf Jordy, 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 Troy, and nice Beverly. Troy and Riker. Riker have been on. Troy and Riker and Data have all and been on already. But the other, the other three, the other four, or the other three fun. are going to be on. That must be so fun yeah. for them. So uh, we'll find Gates. out. We'll find out what happened to Beverly. Beverly which is, right. seems to be the question that most people want answered because yeah. you're making a show that's all about Picard. And there's he been had, no Beverly. He had this entire, you know, history with Beverly. So the big question that's sort of been hovering over Picard the last two seasons where is, is she been? where's beverly yeah. like did they end up together clearly not because he's alone now in the mm-hmm. you know in the way the show is now <laughs> yes do you even care what hap- what's happening i could tell you <laughs> or is it or is it more fun to just imagine in your mind what's happening i think by act two it gets good and you're just like oh it just looks cool because that's when they get to the robin hood part oh yeah, yeah. the robin hood part is when it gets shots. fun so, so yeah, a lot of big Star Trek news this That's week. That's cool. Yeah, we're in the pre-Robin Hood era of this episode. Yes. Jean-Luc is supposed to be giving a speech. This entire first chunk of this episode is just about, is Jean-Luc's speech going to go well or not? He's very worried about how his speech is going to be received. And everyone else is sick of hearing about it. Oh, okay. Sorry. Just no, making sure right. everyone's still I'm alive in the main house. <laughs> We're just doing a welfare check, yeah, unrelated to the podcast. Well, my welfare is fine. Yay! <laughs> I, I, I nobody really asked about. Nobody checked my welfare, but I'm telling you, it is adequate. Thank you. I, I love this moment where he kind of fakes walking by the door yeah, first. Right, he doesn't sure, want anybody to see him. Make sure the person's left the room before he goes <laughs> to the door. She's like, who? New Starship, who dis? Right. <laughs> She's, she knows one person. Like, who else would it be? Eh, Riker. Let's be Riker. Yeah. Riker would not care. Riker would not care that Jean-Luc had already had sex with oh, her. No, like, no. Riker would. Look, space picture. Yep, space on the wall. Space you could look out the window, but no, we got a painting on the wall. And cherry tomatoes. Oh my god. She's got a bowl full of cherry tomatoes sitting on the sitting on her table. Did you notice those? Yes. Okay. I noticed them last night and said, Who and, who just has like a pile of cherry tomatoes <laughs> <laughs> sitting on their living room table? They've got really good chemistry together. They have terrific chemistry. They're very yeah, they're she, it's always fun to see her. Cause he's like She's a good, she's a good partner for him, yeah, right? Because yeah, yeah. they have, they have sort of conflicting values, but they're also really into each other. Mm-hmm. So it's this sort of push pull where <laughs> Philippe just poked me. I think he thinks that's us or something. <laughs> What's Patrick Stewart's story in real life? Is he married? He is married. He's married for a to, long time. Yes, he's married to somebody who he met on this show. 
So they've been, been married while. since at least the night. I think he was married before, but his uh-huh. current wife is. He met. They she met was a staff on this. Sh- yeah, she was a Isn't behind the scenes person. Cool. Considerably younger than him. I, well, I don't know considerably. Like 10, 15 but yes, years. She is like younger that. than him. Well, this gal must be 10, 15 years younger than him. But they've been married. He and his wife have been married Just for saying. a long time now. Well, I can tell you how old she was when we made this episode. When they made this episode. I mean, I know he like went bald and gray young, so but he's like 50 and during the She was time. born in 1960. Oh. <laughs> So she's in her 30s. 70. And he's in his 50s. Wait, she was born in 1960? I see 58. Okay. Well. But Even so, in her 30s, this is 80. Her, this is yeah. like 88, it's right? Like 90. 91. So, so she's in her early 30s. 33. Yeah. Right? He's and what's in his, he? He's in, in his, his 40s. 40s. Yeah. Mid 40s. Something Just like that. saying. He's like our age. Classic Hollywood. <laughs> There's usually well, 10 sure, to 15 years. Of course. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's. Normal for on well, the that's screen. why Beverly's always said was always felt like such a good match for him they because are they're basically yeah. the same. They're sort of the same age, mm-hmm. so they feel like contemporaries. But you know, it's just a right yeah, piece. He, Patrick Stewart was born in 1940, so he's almost so he's 50, almost 20 now. years older. Than so he's 20 years older than her. Yep. Yep. Correct. Sexism <laughs> in Hollywood. Numbers. Yeah. Math. We're not just Star But if Trek she nerds. comes back on the show, Picard show, she'll play his mom. That's how Hollywood <laughs> That's works. That's how that works. <laughs> short shorts. Look at uh, that. I love his lounge. I yeah, love his, his sleepwear sleep is that yeah. that little half robe he yeah. wears. Yeah. I want one of those. Easy like, access, baby. But they're like shorts, aren't they? They're shorts, but they, it's got separate. a little robe like but they tie like, around the middle. I think it's all one piece, isn't That's it? That's what I'm saying. But okay. It's got, like, Don't you short feel like bottoms. that would ride up in the night? Like when you're tossing and turning? It, it doesn't would just look be a like it would wedgie. be comfortable. What do you guys wear? What do you guys sleep in? Well, uh, I don't sleep in a one piece. That's for sure. You don't sleep in one of those? No, because <laughs> I. Since I, pandemic started, my clothes. Yeah, yeah. just roll right out. I wear boxer briefs. So yeah, I that's sleep all. in my boxer briefs. That's all I wear. Yeah. Sometimes, if sometimes I'll wear a t shirt. If it's cold, I'd never wear a shirt. I can't have things on my arms. I don't know. It's hard for me to sleep, but I'll wear pants. Like, Do you like a blanket pants. over your arms, though? Or do you like it to be all out? I have very, very specific sleeping conditions. <laughs> I do tell Gee, that's really shocking here. Go Good on. News. I need to know more. I can, right. only, I can only sleep on my belly. With oh. my right hand under the pillow under my head. Okay. Uh-huh. My left hand resting upon my forehead like this. Interesting. It must you probably with, was a, with a my, position you had as a like a infant. With honestly. my left leg up. Yep. Uh huh. Like in a kind of pricked. <laughs> that is almost oh, like exactly like, how I sleep. Like bent? It's almost exactly how I sleep. <laughs> I, I literally. I mean, I'll fall asleep. Wait, you... your leg is like up in the air. No, 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 no. Like no. Perpendicular. Like no, 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 no. It's like, like it's like veed against the other leg. Oh, yeah. oh, I see. Yeah. Horizontally. That's the way I sleep. <laughs> Got it. Except I don't use the left. But hand I'm not like my on my side. Always. I'm on my belly with that leg kind of up, which kind of. Gives me a little bit of a tweak to the side. Yeah, yeah. And I literally, it's other like than just profile. the fact that I can pass out just about anywhere, yeah. if I go to bed and sleep, I cannot fall asleep in any other position but that. That makes so much sense to me. But yeah. you move around in the night, or is you? Uh, Which I, side of the bed are you on? From Catherine, are you on the right? I'm on. You're standing her, at the foot of the bed. I'm on the left up. side. You're on the left. I'm on Catherine's right. You're on the back, closer to the back of the house, the backyard. Side. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Uh, here they come. <laughs> here they come. Uh, they must have had so much fun making this episode. I meant to read the Memory Alpha page to see if they had any interesting tidbits. Because they, they must have had so much fun doing this. They're, about they get, they're outside. Mm. You know, they're getting to be out in the sun. One they're of the things, there's a, there's a big fight at some point in time where uh, 
Riker, who's Little John, yeah. is fighting a guy with his quarterstaff, and the other guy's got a sword, and he got injured, uh-huh. and they had to take him to the hospital, and he was in his garb, uh-huh. and when he went to the hospital, no one really said anything, and they figured it was because it's a Hollywood hospital, that kind of shit happens Yeah, people get injured while they're in costume. <laughs> Nice. And it's got there's a there's a pretty cool the guest star has got a cool um uh, other uh the king yeah uh, you know I speaking of other credit the adventure the Errol Flynn version of the Adventures of Robin Hood which this which is mm-hmm. the main thing that this is sure. spoofing mm-hmm. was just on TV the other night it was on Turner Classic nice. Movies uh, and I had I had never seen it I had, like I've always. Seen, you know, clips. you see clips from yeah. it, but I never sat down and actually watched it all the way through. Has anybody ever watched that movie? From I've seen parts of it. Yeah. Is it black and white? No, it's it's bright Technicolor. It's one of those. It looks like this. It's very Colorized. bright. It's even like less the greens are very green. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the wharf just takes off. The wharf just takes off <laughs> and gonna, gets his ass I'm kicked gonna... again. So this guy, poor wharf. Whenever they want to. Show how, show how tough somebody is. Yeah. They make him it's beat up on Worf, which is why Worf never wins a fight yep. <laughs> ever on this show. So, like, yeah. well, this time he gets called away. Yeah. Picard's like, let's go. The actor who plays this guy. Wouldn't the obvious move to be to stab the horse? Wouldn't that oh. be the thing to do if you were that really be, in that situation? That would be dishonorable, though. Well, Worf would never do that. I'm just saying, if you're winning, a, if you're in a fight to the death, you play dirty. Like I mean, the... I'm not saying you guys all made a sound like you thought I wanted to <laughs> kill a horse. <laughs> Mad, such a horse stabber. <laughs> we're just, we're just upset that that's the first place you went. Yeah, it wasn't the first place I went. <laughs> that's the first place your sword went. We're I was so disappointed. Oh gosh. All right. I, it, the English longsword is just not Worf's weapon. You got to give him. Some credit there. Yes, if he had had a bot left, yeah. he would yeah, have been right. better. Would, I mean, the horse would be dead. Everybody. Would be dead. <laughs> I will say, Q's looks pretty dashing in that blue. He does. He's got a matching. Horse. Everyone looks great in this episode. It's they, it, like I said, it's just a lot of fun, and I bet it was fun to do. Oh, we don't have to Which be on the. We don't have to be on the nine. bridge set this week for the ten thousandth time. We get to run around. Patrick Stewart apparently wanted more, um, like, action-y episodes. Mm-hmm. He didn't want so many, I, we sit at the conference table and talk out the answers yep. mm-hmm. episodes. So they started writing Picard as a little bit more action adventure than he's than he had been in, like, the early. Like, if you think back to the early first couple of seasons, Jean-Luc basically thinks really hard right. every week. Riker would do all the action <laughs> right. stuff down on the planet. And yeah, and Patrick true. Stewart was like, on, I want to run around and, you know, <laughs> do fun stuff too. And they're like, okay, we'll put you like, in a Robin Hood they're costume. They're like, well, you're the star of the show, so if you want to do more action scenes, we'll write them for you. And uh, and you start to notice it more and more as this as the seasons roll on. There's an episode coming up in a couple of seasons where it's basically Die Hard except Jean-Luc is is the Bruce Willis. Nice. <laughs> Everyone else is off the ship. Jean-Luc's the only person on the ship except for a bunch of bad guys who are trying to steal the ship. And so ca- it's, it's Picard crawling around <laughs> through the like tubes of the Enterprise tube. and shit. I mean, literally it's Die Hard yeah. except Jean-Luc is the star of it. And it's a great episode. It's a lot of fun. Come on down to the solar system. We'll have a few laughs. Have a few laughs. <laughs> Come on over to the wormhole. We just watched Sixth Sense last night. Yeah. And it's. I think it's my second time through, you know? Yep. It's interesting. Have you watched it after you knew what the surprise was? I, did you know? I got it? spoiled, so I never saw it without oh, knowing. Oh, that's too bad. <laughs> Bummer, because it's kind of like, wow. It, is, it was a butt kick of a I surprise. Was, I was... I was having lunch. There's a little park in West Hollywood where I used to go out and have lunch. Oh, and someone was yammering about it. And I was sitting there at one of the picnic tables, you know, eating my sandwich or whatever. And these two guys at, like, the next table over were talking about it. And the one guy was like, holy shit, he was dead the whole time. And I was like, oh, fuck. Because it had been out for a little while, so I was I had been trying to like avoid, and it was pre-internet, so you didn't have to worry about like reading anything about it. So he didn't mean to spoil it; it was an accident. But I was like, ah, fuck. 
Mm-hmm. But anyway, well, what was, was what was it like? I don't know. I mean, since you know it, it is just very different. It's yeah. like super obvious the second time around, but the first time around it did fool me. I mean, yeah. I, I think what's no. I think what's fun about movies like that is watching it the second time. Yeah, it was interesting. Because you get to see all of try the to, little clues that you there were a lot of clues. Cheat ever. But it was also well done. I mean, Bruce Willis's interactions with the kid are really what anchors it. Sure. Know? Yeah, I just think that, it, it's it a great is, movie. I yeah, it really is obvious on the second time, but completely fooled me. And I'm usually like looking for like. Uh, yeah, I don't tend to be one who tries to solve mysteries, but I didn't see it at all. Yeah. I mean, I, I I think I was more tuned into his movies and trying to solve them beforehand, like, yeah, after yeah. that. But but it is really clever the way they all do, yeah. the way they do it. It's done amazingly like, well. Like, it's done amazingly well. That scene in the restaurant where you don't yeah. notice at the time that she never says anything right. back yeah, yeah. to him. <laughs> Uh, it's just really clever. Yeah. I think that's Here a really is. good movie. And Haley Joel Osment was an amazing child actor. Yeah. Yep. I don't know. Oh, look at that. <laughs> that's good. Worf just smashed Jordy's mandolin. My loot. Jordy was like strumming this thing. And then Aaron, you couldn't, you couldn't hear it, but it sounded terrible because Jordy didn't actually know how to play it. Oh, yeah. Meanwhile, Deanna's trying to teach herself how to shoot bows and arrows. But she shot. <laughs> she shot Data by accident. <laughs> Look at that bald cap they got on Brent Spiner. Yeah, oh my god! It's not even doesn't even match his skin tone or his. Yeah, sparkle on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Data's like, I am a robot. Uh, you can shoot me full arrows. I don't know, but maybe it's because I was I'm sexist. But like the 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 whole thing about coming to a, a a dinner date and being late and the girl being so pissed off she doesn't even say a word to you was very very oh. believable in my world. Sorry, <laughs> I forgot I forgot that we were talking about the no, sexist. No, that this is like, pre me and Philippe. That's, that's true. Pre me and Philippe. <laughs> oh, pre you. But that's what's so clever about it is that you're like, oh, she's pissed. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Right, because it's so well structured. It's so well, like the way the camera is shooting it, it really sells it. And the whole thing with him not being able to open the door, like you see it, and then you see it from the wider angle, and you realize why. Like it's just a very good movie. It's his best movie, easily. Oh yeah, 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 like not even close. So this guy here, the actor, that's Sergei. Clive Revel is his name. Yes. He is one of the few actors that has been in both Star Trek and Star Wars. Uh-huh. He played the original Emperor. Really? In Empire Strikes Back, in the oh. scene where he talks to the hologram emperor, yeah, that when, was this guy. He, that scene. Darth is in his black, in his black like yep, tube thingy. Yep. Yep. And he says he talks to him, and. Yeah. Uh, that scene has been lost to time because now oh they digitally erased Ian McDiarmid who played him in the other movies George Ew. Lucas man the villain so I don't think unless you've got an old copy of the original print you won't ever be able to see that scene Stan still has his VHS copies of <laughs> the original Bring unaltered oh, I love you Stan Bring it and the what VCR. he doesn't have is a VCR yeah. player <laughs> I actually have I actually have the uh, the original on DVD because I they when they released the DVDs the special edition DVDs in like yep. the early two thousands yep. they they were with a copy of the original oh it came with trailer. both yeah I yep. had it, the DCD doesn't the, the DVD doesn't work it's got a scratch in it so you can't use it uh-huh. but I had the original Star Wars in which it does not say <laughs> Episode Four A New Hope. Oh. The scrawl only says Star Wars. You can say to yourself, if it weren't for this scratch, I could watch this. Movie. Yeah. <laughs> wow! Sucks. Wow! I bet my parents still have their because they had that three the VHS, VHS sure. collectors <laughs> edition, and I bet they still have it. I bet because they didn't. They didn't. They still was have it the remastered their... one? No, it was the last. The... It was that last. It was that last box of VHSs that was still the original. Oh, the the one that had, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dang. Oh, look at this. Look at Jean-Luc. He's cosplaying. Yep. His character work is... <laughs> yes. Magnificent. You know Jean-Luc loves to cosplay because he, he loves to go on the holodeck and like pretend to be a detective. Shakespeare and stuff in real life. Yeah, he's an actor. 
Even, uh, I know Robin Hood is a this. fictional character, but what century is this supposed to be? It's it's always supposed to be like sort of the 13th century, okay. yeah, 12th, 13th, around Just there. It's I'd very, check in on you know, it. it's old. It's an yeah. old medieval yeah. legend. The the original like stories about Robin Hood. Climbing through the window. Yeah, he's come to rescue her. And she's like, I don't need rescuing. Well, so she's straight, like, when she figured out, oh, I'm a Marion, I'm supposed to marry this guy or else he's going to kill me. She's like, sure, I'll do it. Yeah, yeah. Right. She, like, immediately goes into, oh, baby. I it's one of those things that's great there. about Vash is that she always does. She doesn't do the Starfleet thing, right? She's like, oh, I know what this is. I'll just say a lie now. Yeah, she's a survivor. (laughs) She immediately starts working the problem. And Q Q is like learning that she is like this yeah. and he's like kind of starting to respect her all he's see, like because all the humans it's game recognizing game yeah, yeah, it's yeah, what's yeah. happening well he's only in <laughs> he's only been really with with picard right he's the only human who always has this like weird moral center and he's finding this other human that does not have right a moral center like john luke does and she's way she's like She's like him. She's like Q in that sense. Sounds like they should hook up. Uh, well, wow. You just predicted the end of the episode. Oh, you're welcome. Well done. Spoilers. I'm assuming that anybody who's listening to this, I'm assuming that our tens (laughs) of listeners have seen this episode. Brad Pitt was all inside Edward Norton's mind. Oh, nice. No. Oh, no. You want to just do a, 20, a, an episode 20, of spoilers? 20-year-old spoilers. <laughs> all right. Let's just do them. Let's just do them all. What is Dar- green? Dar- Dar- Snape kills Dumbledore. <laughs> Darth Vader is that? Luke Skywalker's father. <laughs> he was dead the whole time. Oh, that's Sixth Sense. We did that one already. <laughs> that one. Uh, Andrew and Toby are in No Way Home. Oh. Right. All oh, the Spider-Mans. Yeah. The uh, what is your favorite twist ending? My favorite twist is China f- Chinatown. <laughs> nice. yeah, Jake just loves I mean, that incest stuff. Is probably up there, honestly, because it that is a really good question. Like best twist ending. Uh, usual su- usual suspects will always be mine. Sure, oh, yeah, that's, that's good. That was yeah, a pure jaw drop moment. Yeah, like right. I was right. totally flabbergasted. I, I, it was it blew my mind. I love that movie. Too bad it's directed by a monster <laughs> and starring I one. Yeah. I haven't seen it in a long time. Does it hold up? I love. I mean, I haven't watched it in a long time because it's you know hard for yeah. me to watch Kevin Spacey stuff these days. But I used to watch it all the time, and you knowing the the twist, I think it still holds up as a good yeah. movie. But it's got just great performances. It's great. I yeah. mean, it's great character performances. Well, Kevin like Pollock is fucking great. Benicio del Toro is a fucking maniac some in that people movie. Make the argument that when it's an ensemble cast, like don't just blame like one or two. You know what I mean? I understand, yeah, but it's, yeah, it's hard when he's in it. It's just that I you don't understand how much I love Kevin Spacey. Yeah. I don't think like he was he's my guy, and to, to know that the whole time he was a fucking monster just breaks my heart. Yeah. I think for a while my favorite one was Memento, which was uh, has a pretty that is that a great that is yes. a great that one blew movie. my mind, and I was like, I need to see that movie again and put it all back together. Yeah, plus it's all shot out of order. And... Well, it's a, I mean that movie's just so well done in general. I but... that is, but yeah, one of my favorite movies. I just love that movie. Yeah. I'm googling uh, best twist endings just to just to throw some other ones. Give me some ideas of ones that might be mine. There was one pretty recent we saw that I was like, "What? Okay, what's the worst twist ending movie you've seen?" That's a oh, you know, okay, you know what I? This, <laughs> I'm going to answer May's question. Uh, uh that um, the girl, the woman in the window across the street from the lady. <laughs> yeah. Thing that was on Netflix, yeah, it was like a spoof of all of those. Yeah, like, yeah. it was like an eight episode. Did anybody? You guys watch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did anybody watch else watch it? Yeah, yeah, we watch it. We watch it. We watch it. That has a twist ending. That is, I mean, it's a spoof of a twist ending, yeah. but it's also a great twist ending. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, that was pretty good. That was a good one. Don't tell me. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. But it was it's, a, it's it's just a it's both hilarious and kind of satisfying yeah, yeah, yeah. who it turns out to be. So, so meanwhile, what's the worst one? These you two were having their like Nick and Nora sort of like banter flirty thing where they are just arguing over what they should be doing. Yeah. Because he's like, we got to get out of here. And she's like, leave me alone. I'm <laughs> mad at you because you, you didn't tell any of your friends. <laughs> I know. And now I'm trapped in some weird Ren fair like And I'm going to get my head cut off. And I didn't ask for any of this. <laughs> and John Luke's like, let's talk about it later. <laughs> Meanwhile, Q is really mean in this episode, I think, because oh. he's he's like uh, one of the criticisms, I'm going to back up one step. One of the criticisms that some people have made about this season of Star Trek Picard is that Q is behaving un But I think, because he's very sort of, he's much darker and meaner sort of this season. But I, like, Q's pretty mean in this episode. Yeah. Like, he's going to let Jean-Luc die. Yep. In this moment. Q is mean. Yeah. I don't think, I mean. So I don't really... I get the point that people are making is like, is that, oh, he's not funny, Q, but he's he was always mean, Q. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, he's just old. He's not as uh-huh. kind of. Well, I think there's charming. something wrong with him, right? Because his shit. Well, that's not the other thing. He's got something's going on. I think he's acting. I think that John Delancey is playing him that way on purpose. Sure. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. there's something going on. Yep. So here's Patrick Stewart saying, I want to do more action scenes. And the show said, all right, we'll do. What about a sword fight? You see all the people that are sword fighting right now. Yep. All of them are all male. Yeah, that was not Patrick Stewart. And what happens on the field? And the women come in and smash pots on the head. They use the cookware. The only people and in a great bit of beautiful misogyny, the only people in the cast who had actual skill with sword fighting were Marina Sirtis and Gates McFadden. Uh, Yeah, I read that same bit of trivia. Because they had both taken, like, sword fighting classes when they were in acting school or whatever. Yeah, they do that in acting school. But they didn't give... They they didn't let them have a sword fight. Nope. Nope. They made them do the girly bullshit of, like, I'm going to smash you over the head with this flower pot. um, Wonderful 90s... I'm surprised... You know what surprised me about that factoid... I'm surprised. That's not Patrick Stewart. Look at that. Oh. Whenever he's on the stairs, it's not him in the wide shot. I Patrick Stewart went to the RSC. He's like a classically trained actor. I'm surprised yeah, he that he would, doesn't have sword fight training. Because right. he's exactly the kind of guy who would. Mm-hmm. So go back. I would say the worst surprise ending is also M. Night is The Village. Okay. Yeah. Terrible. I've never seen the I, village. I hated signs. I hated the end, the the twist of signs. Does, is it really a twist or just a cop out? <laughs> I mean, whatever it is, but it's terrible. I mean, it's supposed to be a big twist. So I never saw the happening, but did they tell me it's the trees? Is that really what happened? Yeah, the the the, the plants, the, the like plants, uh, start start killing people because oh. they're the people are killing the but plants. it's carried on the wind right but it's so more... whenever there's a like breeze everyone runs yes. <laughs> how do you <laughs> it's by the time you know it it's there i mean this is a movie you think i'm joking this is a movie yeah. where they outrace the wind yeah, to avoid true. getting the weird disease that yeah. makes you kill yourself it feels like an 80s pop song outrunning the wind <laughs> Yeah, like Joe Cocker or something. Yeah, exactly. I outrun the wheel. That's exactly what a song Joe Cocker would have sung. I saw Joe Cocker in concert. Yeah? And he does that crazy... Was he great? He was. He does that crazy arm thing. He knows how to put on a show. It's not really a twist, but it really annoyed me. The fact that the new Dune was just the first part of dude <laughs> <laughs> that's not a twist that's they, just a marketing that's they just... knew that that was that was told to us i didn't know <laughs> nobody told you that huh you told me oh boy yeah that's a three-hour setup for the second movie yeah yeah it's a very long trailer 
you liked that movie, right, Philippe? I really like. I really like the new Dune. Did you like it more or less or differently than uh, my boy Daviel's version? <laughs> I mean, I always like that's that how one. I call David Lynch. I call oh, him my boy Daviel. <laughs> I mean, I like I like that version a lot. I'm gonna always. I mean, miss... we all watched it. We yeah. watched it for this show. Yeah, I missed that one when we did that. But go back I... and listen to those episodes. Yeah. They're very funny. Well, I will see what you said. Remember how you called it, Aaron? She's gonna go hang out with Q. Yeah, you said why don't they hook up? Yeah. That's exactly what's happening. Well, now that well they have matching safari outfits. Yes. So. So basically, Q put Jean-Luc through this whole ordeal just to make a point that Jean-Luc has feelings. Yeah, and they make which it, Jean-Luc was sort of denying. They make him vulnerable, and as a favor, he tries to eliminate that vulnerability. It does not feel like a favor. No, this whole I mean, thing. it's totally not. It's... He's pretty much like the mean Brene Brown. Because he's like, be vulnerable. <laughs> yeah, it is a little bit like that. He's so pissed right now. But meanwhile, Q has, now he's like, this chick's kind of interesting. She's not like these stick-in-the-mud Starfleet. Starfleet folk yeah. that I've been hanging around with. So he's invited her to like, Go off and do Q things yeah. together. I do, it doesn't make sense to me at all that Q doesn't understand how people can be, being <laughs> that he can be everywhere. Sure. And be anyone. You have to ignore the omniscient yeah. Yeah, yeah. part of it. <laughs> what? This person surprises me. <laughs> I know so little. It's. Eh. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, he, it's like he's never met another. Uh, cheerfully amoral person before. Yeah. That's really what most of us are. Yeah, we're, yeah. <laughs> Earth is filled with that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He'd love it there. Get on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> but ironically, in the very oh, a zinger. Yeah. right at the end. Classic producer Jake. Classic Jake. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know the rest of these twist endings. I this is not a good list. I think uh, uh, that, that's uh, that's the bad twist to that web page. <laughs> well, that was fun, you guys. Yep. That was fun. I think I've run out of things to say about twist endings. Well, yeah, no, so close it up. So I'm going to close that screen. <laughs> <laughs> close up the episode. Um, do we want to do? I I prepped some more. Do you want to do an you only do connect? A connect for? Or do you want to do a connect them all up or corrections? I can save corrections. We for next be... time, if we don't want to do them now, I... it's the episode's already over. Yeah. We should stop. I'll do. I'll give you guys a quick only connect. Yeah. I'll give you a good. I'll give you a, a good one. You can't look at my screen though, because you're going to be able right, to see. I'm not gonna, I can't see what I'm. Uh, you're going to be able to see what I'm looking at look. here. I'm looking directly into Papa Sean's. Lab. Talk amongst yourselves. I have to get to the right. Like, I have to pull it uh, up. What's up? Was Sunset Boulevard a twist? Sunset. Well, no. I mean, they it starts. Tell you he's dead. Well, he's. It starts go. with him in the pool, dead. It's more of a. Who how did? It's Rookie. not even a who done. Yeah, you, you figure it. How, it's more of a how, how did, did it happen? happen? Yeah. Okay. I guess the, the reverse twist. Twist. I guess the twist is she. she she's the one who twists, killed him. I can't tell what twists are. I mean, the classic version would be like a movie where the 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 murderer isn't who you thought it was going to be, right? In a murder mystery. I I guess like I had fun with the Ocean's Thirteen twist, where it's like you know they they caught George Clooney and he was in that thing the whole time and they still got robbed. Yeah, the Ocean's Eleven movies are great at oh, that sort of like how'd you how'd they do, how'd it, do it right yeah. like that they give it to you right at the end. Okay, uh, let me see if I can give you one. This one's kind of a fun one. Your first clue is Deborah Lee Furness plus thirteen. Deborah Lee. Or- Deborah Lee with a dad like Deborah Lee. Like her name's hi, my name's Deborah Lee mm-hmm. Furnace, and then plus thirteen. 
You're not going to get it from that one. No. Uh, Your next clue is Brigitte Macron plus 24. Oh, age, age difference. differences for first ladies. It's not first ladies. Or first uh, uh, French prime minister. You don't know who Deborah Lee Furness is. That's no. the problem. Uh, Your it's, third it's, clue. Go. You want to guess again? And I don't know who the other French. one is. <laughs> <laughs> like first ladies of state, heads of state. Yeah. Or, see, oh, oh, what are they called? Um, like it's not. No, you no. guys are totally in the wrong area. Because yeah. your third clue is Gabrielle Union plus ten. Well, she's he's married to a basketball player. She is. Uh, How much older they uh, are than their husbands. husbands? That's what the number is, yeah. and it's not politicians or first ladies. It's just famous people. Okay. Uh, it's it's the it's the wives. Who are older? Than who them. are older than their famous husbands, and, and the number are... of years that they are older by. Yes. So Abigail first. The fourth clue was Lisa Bonet plus eighteen because she's 18 married to Momoa. Momoa. Oh no, they broke up, didn't yeah, they? Well, they're back together. It's a whole. They haven't thing. divorced oh, yet. But... Gabrielle Union's married to a basketball player. She's ten years older than he is. Brigitte Macron is twenty-four years older than who, French Prime Minister. Uh, Macron. Did you know that they met when he was in high school and she was his high school teacher? Yeah, I did. Damn. They claim that they didn't hook up until after he became an adult, but I don't think I believe that, right? No. She's 24 years older uh, than Emmanuel. Emmanuel. Mm -hmm. Right? Emmanuel Macron? Yeah. Yeah. And then Deborah Lee Furness, who's 13 years older than her husband. If you were Australian, it would help. She's married to Hugh Jackman. Oh, yeah, I knew her. And she's I, an actress, but yes. she's only, people only know her in Australia because she didn't yeah. like cross over. That's where they met. Right. Well, she's, they're both Australian. Yeah. Well, they did, they were on the show together. Oh, they, right. But, oh, you didn't mean the continent. Uh, you meant the television show. <laughs> you know they're both from Australia, uh, yes, son. I did know that. So that's who that is. Hugh Jackman replaced Kevin Spacey on Older list. women married to famous younger men. I like that one. It's fun, that's right? That's good. Okay, well, the next episode of Star Trek is playing. <laughs> yeah. Because I have the controller and I never bothered <laughs> to stop it. I just realized it's my fault. Um, thank you very much for listening to Warped. Go to iTunes, wherever you get your podcast, rate, review, and subscribe. Email us at warpedpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at Warped the Podcast. Merchandise at Lunar underscore Flare. We're on Twitter at Warped Trek. I am at Host Warped. Min is at Wet Maynard for Dungeons and Dragons and Call of Cthulhu live streams and podcasts. And we are on Patreon.com slash Warped to become a patron, get access to early release and additional bonus episodes yeah and to yeah. make not bad right and to make what? podcasting art happen <laughs> uh well look, we love you men come back soon yep can't wait until to... then my name is sean my name is matt i'm jake philippe aaron amy good night everybody good night bye, bye. that was strong that was a strong close close strong baby yeah.